Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Magnificence Lab. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with your host, Sue Paulson. Hi, Sue. Chris, great to be back. You look magnificent today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I feel pretty magnificent. That's awesome. And, and, and you, you look magnificent, too. So Thank there's you. two of us. There you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about catalysts today. I, set the scene here. Like, what what was on your mind about the beauty of catalysts? How did you come up with that thought today? Well, the I got thinking of of lots of people think about triggers. You know, the 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 mm. buttons that get pushed on all of us mm. that that mm. that mm. cause us to <laughs> go yeah. off or have a problem or or whatever. Well, to me, a catalyst is different than that. It's almost the opposite of a trigger. A catalyst is something that propels us forward, in my view. Hmm. And and I guess it started when a friend of mine, a new friend of mine years ago, said to me just out of the blue one day, well, Sue, you're you're always my catalyst. And I, what do you mean by that? And she said, well when you when you tell me things and say things then then it it gives me an opportunity to go in a direction i never would have thought of going before and i'm oh really and then of course i I wonder what i said (laughs) 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 but it just and 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 then i began to realize that that um that that is one of my seems to be one of my roles in life is Mm -hmm. to act as a catalyst for someone else. And, and, and I kind of like that. Well, then I got exploring, well, well, what are the catalysts in my life and mm. realized that, oh, they're, they're almost uncountable. There's so many and, and they all mean something and they all have significance. Yeah. Wow. Do you, I was, as you were talking about triggers, I was wondering if there's, if you, you could change the relationship to a trigger, to a catalyst, could a thing that used to trigger me now be a catalyst for me. I hadn't really thought about that, but what, what a great question! And and I think that's true, yeah. because I think that I I wonder if it has to do with awareness. So mm-hmm. so when when we begin to you know somebody pushes our button and we didn't know that even was even a button, and yeah right oh, yeah. no and then 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 we're we're off and upset and so on, but then they push it again and you go wait a minute they pushed that button before Mm. and and then you begin to realize oh do i want that button button to be pushed and what is it that's making that button so volatile what is happening with that and and there's your catalyst right the moment you start thinking about it and Mm. saying well i i don't i don't want that anymore and and so I, i can give you an example when i was um in my in my younger days i had a little sports car and I like to go fast. And so there would be drivers in my way. And I was cursing these drivers and get out of the way. Well, first of all, what an image in my mind right now. Sweet Sue sitting there in the fast lane, flipping people <laughs> off. <laughs> and I'd be cursing away and, and so on. And then at one point, as I was going through some personal growth work, Somebody pointed out to me that all of those people that I was so upset with were at that moment in control of my life. And I'm going, what? Mm. And, and I didn't want that. And so, so I decided that I needed to just deactivate that trigger, that I, that I was not going to be triggered wow. by, by drivers who weren't 
doing what I wanted them to do. Yep. And which, of course, I had no control over anyway. And so so I took back control of that. And 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 so just that that whole experience was a catalyst for me to shift my thinking and shift my behavior. It also mm-hmm. cut down on the number of speeding tickets. I got. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It was all good Catalyst for your driving record. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember um, so you have your book, um, Magnificent Misery. And I, you know, I would imagine for people having something like cancer would be a catalyst. Yes. It could be a trigger, but it also could be a catalyst. Like there are certain things that are big things that really become a crossroads. Like, what do I choose oh. in this moment? Will I move towards something or or not? You know, will this trigger me and I stay stuck Absolutely. in it? Absolutely. Yeah. Or will it invite me to something yeah. more? I, what was your experience there well it it was a it was a big deal for me and certainly the dealing with the fear mm-hmm. well in fact the terror was was the biggest of all of that to get the diagnosis and then be so terrorized by that diagnosis right. then but because i was reasonably aware at that point I I knew that I had a choice. I could I could stay in the fear and feel totally victimized by all of it. Or I could say, hmm, am I more powerful than this diagnosis or not? Like, where am I in this whole scheme of things? And <clears throat> the other part of it was, even though I felt victimized, I mean, there's no no doubt about it. I, I, I felt like everybody else did and I, I was railing you know why me why did this happen to me and I'm a good person and I was all you know what did I do wrong and and blaming myself for who knew what to to put me in that situation yeah but at the core of it I I had the sense that that there were some some lessons to be learned from this and and I didn't know what they were exactly mm-hmm. and I, and I sensed that there might be gifts down the road although mm-hmm. it was so far down the road to me I couldn't imagine what those might be either but I had a desire to know I wanted to know okay what what is there more than just what's in front of me yeah. and and so it was a huge catalyst for me to re-examine my whole life and and find out okay what's the good the bad and the ugly here and and if if a shift needs to be made and and sure enough the lessons jumped out at me big time <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt yeah wow. and 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 i think that that um so so really really horrific things yeah can be catalysts for us to move from wherever we are especially if we're stuck yeah. to a better place if that's what we choose mm. um and and really joyful events can be catalysts for mm. a similar kind of thing that that um can propel us forward and take us in a direction that we never imagined we would be is there something that you found like what to do with a catalyst like it's one thing to be in a moment inspired like an event happens and it triggers me or inspires me whatever but if i can have the right frame of mind, I can turn a trigger into a catalyst. But then what? I mean, how? What do I do with a catalyst? What does that make sense? Like, what, yeah. Oh, what? yeah. Well, because I think I think then you need to to explore and say, 
okay, what do I want to do with this catalyst? Yeah, it's propelling me in a in a different direction. So, well, what? It's like trying on a new suit. You know what? How does it feel to to try on? Well, if if this behavior got me here and I didn't like it, then what new behavior? So then it's really a case of of of. I think in initially mentally going down that path, well, what would it be like? What would it be like if I went down this particular road different from because it's the catalyst is pushing me in that direction? Right. And well, what what would the end look like here? Oh, yeah. well, it, you know, it could be pretty cool. And then, well, well, what do I like about that? Well, what do I and then what do I have to do hmm. in order to make sure. that become a reality? Now that it's yeah. it's pushed me in this direction, yeah. I guess I hear in that just there's a whole um, nurturing the catalysts, holding space for the like. There's a staying engaged in the question that the catalyst originally brought to you. Yeah. Versus, I I know I can I know there are times in life where I'll be inspired by something. You could call it a catalyst, but then it it fizzles and I move on to something else. I get distracted. Life is busy. Something happens. And the catalyst basically is it's burned up and evaporated. It's gone. Like the, what catalyzed me in a moment is no longer, I'm not present to it anymore. So yeah, it feels in some ways wasted. And I don't know if that's a, a the right way to think about that, but mm-hmm. versus yeah, nurtured or incubated or, or yeah. invited to, to into my space. Oh, sure. Well, it's like a, a lighter that that, you know, you, you you flick the lighter and there's this little spark, uh-huh. but it, it doesn't stay. And then you flick it again yeah. and, and, and then it doesn't go, stay right. again. And <laughs> so you keep flicking yeah. it and eventually the flame is there. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I think it does have yeah. to be nurtured and, and yeah. to. That, uh, it's, I mean, it just it's interesting because I think about the, the lighter having the butane in it, the, the fuel in it. Yeah. And if you don't, if there's no fuel in it, it just sparks. Because mm-hmm. you get that flint, that that spark, but there's there's no fuel, and I wonder sometimes if, I think maybe my question about what what do you do with a catalyst, maybe is is trying to get to what's the fuel? Is there something we can do to fuel it once it once the spark happens? What's the fuel under the surface like? I guess I'm just thinking about a practice. Like there's some way that if I were you, some self practice, personal practice that would mm-hmm. allow me to fuel the thing that the catalyst that inspired me. I think a piece of that is desire mm. because, mm. because if we're, we're sparked in a different direction, well, the only reason we want to grab hold of that when it, it that it's intriguing to us, or it's a, mm. it's a, this is really important to me is that, that we then need to take a look at, well, well, what do we want out of this? Like where, where's the desire to do this? If we don't, if, if, we don't want to invest a lot of time, energy, whatever into that, then we'll just let it go and, and go on to other things in our lives. But if there's a true desire there, then, then I think it becomes um, important to fanning the flames of that desire. Okay. There's, there's the spark. I got the catalyst Mm -hmm. and it sparked this desire. And so how do I feed that desire? Well, I can, yeah. I can focus on it. Yeah. I can look around and say, well, who else has this same thing? Like, what did they get out of it? And, and so I can draw, I can talk about it to other people and say, you know, I got this yeah. new idea yeah. and, and it, and it, it's, it's mm-hmm. really important to me. So, 
So then I start sharing with other people and they say, oh, wow, I had kind of an experience like that. And, and they go, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah, right. I'm not in isolation here. This isn't just some out of the blue thing. Hmm. And then we can work from there. Yeah. It, but it reminds people me. people can help us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It reminds me of um, the, the magnificence framework that we've been outlining, you know, like that there is a virtuous cycle that if I start from a moment of inspiration where a catalyst, I, I encounter some kind of catalyst in my life and I move into examining where, what I desire, like, where do I want to go with that? What, what has that awakened in me? And from there begin to explore, you know, what that is and, and, and experiment with it and, and then evaluate how it went. I'm just, I, in some ways I'm playing with the thing, the catalyst inspired. Yeah. And then moving that out into being visible in the world with that, or at least visible, visible to myself and those around me with this new desire. And then, and then moving it into sharing that more publicly. Yes. And maybe, you know, if the desire forms itself enough, starting to figure out how, how do I make this viable? How do I take this and move it in ways that spread so that it benefits others? Oh, for sure. Yeah, sure. Because certainly if the, um, you know, you, you and I are both change makers, we, we want to make a difference in the world. Yeah. And, and, right. and uh, so I, I'm constantly looking for catalysts that will help me move forward in that yeah. regard. Yeah. But I need to be constant with it. I, but I don't, if I let it go, if yeah. I don't, if I don't put a frame around it or create a vessel for it or something, yeah then it can easily just, you know, fizzle out. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's almost like the, there is beauty in a catalyst. Um, you can enhance that beauty if you have a process or a framework to a vessel. I like that word. It's a good word too, like a vessel to put it in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what hold, what will hold it? Yes. Yes so that it doesn't evaporate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think of um, Viktor Frankl as an example, who, who suffered so dramatically in, in concentration camps and, and he, he explored, well, why did some people die from that experience? And why did some people live very well after that? And, 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 and his vessel was finding meaning in the suffering yeah. And and so the he had this container that that he moved forward with himself and and that he saw other people do they found meaning somehow in the the extreme pain that that was and 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 I and I guess when I went through the cancer experience same thing for me is that that I found extreme meaning in my suffering mm-hmm. and came out um, far stronger and yeah. and far more uh, powerful that is, that's great. It's a great example too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think um, those of you listening, the Magnificence Lab is a community set up for you to have that kind of a container or a vessel to a framework, to walk your catalysts, the, the ideas that have been catalyzed for you, <laughs> the inspirations that you want to explore. So we do in the Magnificence Lab. If you'd like to learn more about the Magnificence Lab, you can go to magnificencelab.org forward slash invite. And Sue and I have a video there kind of explaining the community and an application button. So 
Yes. Sue, final words on Catalyst. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Um, Well, I think Catalysts are really good for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and you know, you can find them because you are that magnificent. Mm, Yeah. So good. Thanks, Sue. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.